0: Pork chops <laughs> and apple need
1: That swell. Welcome to a spoonful of podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from the backside of water.
0: Hello everybody and welcome to episode 122 of A Spoonful of Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Dickens, here with Brian Galloway. Brian, how you doing, sir?
1: I'm doing great, Evan. Uh, hey, Spoonies, how are you? Hopefully you guys are having a great new year so far.
0: Yeah, new year and um, same old goons. Oh, what is it, Walter and, S- I forgot his name, Start start off with, on the Muppets, the two old oh. men in the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> Old fogies here. So uh, this episode, you know, we've in the last, really just last week, but in the last several, you know, weeks, I guess, there's been a good bit of Disney news that's dropping. Mainly, you know, four or five different things that we definitely have some thoughts about. I know Brian definitely has some thoughts about too. And we wanted to take some time and talk about it. You know, every once in a while we try to do a Disney news episode just to, you know, we know that we are not And a couple things here. One is... We posted in our Facebook group, A Spoonful of podcast, Spoonie Nation, what types of, and we, we need to do another one of these polls, Brian, since we've grown a little bit here, but we asked you all, what are your favorite types of shows? You know, Disney News, Trip Reports, um, Top Tens, you know, this kind of stuff. And so you gave us feedback. And one of the lowest rated shows was Disney News. So we know, and we're not trying to be this, that there is, there is so many, there's a plethora of Disney news outlets out there that can give you the news the quickest and the most accurate and it's not waiting on us to give it to you right But I think it's still important that we acknowledge these news bits and give our thoughts on it since we do have this platform. you know Brian, you agree?
1: Well I agree and it's also a lot of these a lot of the the venues that do produce this information do a lot of clickbait, a lot of you know semi- true, rumors and it causes more problems so that's the one thing that i don't think we ever want to be and right. that's and i think that you know i hope hopefully people appreciate us for that because we'll give you the truth and i think we we pride ourselves on being as truthful as possible but we're not going to give we're not going to go with these crazy rumors and try to say that they're true because we're not here to try get clickbait
0: that's right and you know we may we may be brutally honest sometimes which i think is needed but or we may give you fake news, like there's a white castle opening up at Cinderella's castle.
1: That should be. That's that. But that should be. That's, that, <laughs> that should happen. That, <laughs> yeah, we we
0: always we always have a fun time around our April Fools episode. But, um, anyways, yeah, it, it's. It is sad that a lot of websites out there do that, and but we know that even if it's from you know Disney, which is just like Disney Parks Twitter or Disney News on Facebook or Disney themselves on their website, you know you can get the most accurate, and up to date, and quickest news from those sources. But as an opinion based podcast, this is like the opinion column in your newspaper, right? We want to give our thoughts on it, and um, I think there's been some good stuff that released. I don't really know the the purpose um, of why this was released. And there's sp- specifically one that I am just grasping at straws um, of why they released it. And uh, we'll talk about that one in a minute. But anyways, there is still just some good stuff. So we finally have some dates for some things. We have a couple other things that posted about what's coming up. So uh, Brian, you want to start us off with a, a news bulletin bit?
1: Well, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to, let, let's, let's, <laughs> there's a lot of things and I want to, you know, I don't know what order we can put it in. Um, yeah. Right. But uh, I'll start out with, with one of the lower level things. Uh, but start, it just happened. So it just, so where, where it's January 16th now on this, as of this recording, but on the 15th of January, um, Disney is now going back to daily housekeeping at, at the resorts. Now that you might think like, What do you mean? They didn't do it. They weren't doing daily housekeeping. I think that was something. And to me, I, you know, I know there was because of COVID and there was a lot of stuff going on and they didn't want to do it, but I think that that's important. I'm glad to see that because most other major hotel lines like the Hilton's and the Marriott's and stuff have gone back to that. And, I myself think it's a it's a smart move, especially when we're traveling. I, I want it, you know. I want fresh sheets. I want or I want I want the bathroom cleaned. And um, I think it's a good thing. I you know it's small compared to some other news that we're going to talk about, but it's a big one for all of us that are that that you know travel a lot because that was one thing that Disney was a little bit behind on compared to some of the other hotel lines. They 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 had already started this, and now now they're doing that. So daily housekeeping's back, quick easy but a good, a good change.
0: That's definitely a good change. And it's, it's definitely warranted and something that is missed. And I don't think it's like a huge focus. And I think it's one where maybe if you're there kind of going through the motions, it's just kind of like, oh, okay, we didn't have housekeeping. Oh, it's, it's coming tomorrow. It's every other day or whatever. But when you have it, it's definitely noticeable. And <clears throat> we had it like on our, you know, little universal trip, even though we only did two nights, but it was just different, both days getting service when we came back, you know, um, it just was a little, that little difference that, you know, you have your towels picked up, your beds made, it's, you know, things freshened up a little bit. And so I think it is, especially like you said, Brian, for doing long trips like that, it's, um, it's, it's really worth it. So that is a good thing for sure. Yep. Um, another one that also, you know, is kind of lower maybe, but it's, it's great it was effective January 15th was the return of Pete's silly uh, sideshow at Fantasyland, the meeting great location. It has been closed since COVID and, um, you can meet, Yeah, you know, really you can choose many Magnifique cause she's in a different, uh, costume and then Daisy Fortuna, or you can choose to meet the astounding Donaldo or the great Goofini. So, um, you can choose either one of those, but you have to pick a line or whichever one you'd want to meet there. So that's pretty cool. Um, it, it opens up more character meet and greets, which is what we need. Uh, we need more presence of characters. So I definitely understand. And I think it's good because that's been lacking that area. I know they've done like a Chippendale meet outside of it, uh, you know, just out in front of it, the area, um, But that's, that brings a little life back to that area, especially now that the Walt Disney World Railroad is running again, which I don't know if I stole that, but sorry, I didn't mean to kind of segue that in there, but it is, I mean, that's, you know, you have Barnstormer and Dumbo and you, you have Big Top Souvenirs that recently opened back up, but just that back corner just seemed kind of lull or wasted or or dead space. But now that you have the train stopping back there again, you have a lot of traffic flow that's coming out of that, um, train stop again right so it adds more life to that area of the park and it gives it gives it that land a uh, another de- destination tag again you know
1: oh yeah oh, that's a great one good one um so my next one's going to coincide with that um okay okay so here here you go so this is this is a stupid i mean it's not it's a stupid <laughs> one but it's a stupid <laughs> one you think about it and it just it kind of I heard this on the news, and I was just like, okay, come on now. So there was a man who who brought a gun to Walt Disney World. First of all, you're not supposed to bring firearms to Walt Disney World, right? So we all know that, right? That's a come. So a guy lost the guy. He brought his gun, and that, what he said was that it was stolen. So he brought a gun, he which he shouldn't have done, and then it was stolen, and then he started blaming the cast members for stealing it. Um, this is crazy. I don't understand it makes no sense to me that why a person needs to bring a gun to Walt Disney world. I mean, yes, I I know things have changed over the years, but it's still not dangerous. It's not the most dangerous place on, uh, on the world. It's, you know, it's, I don't, it's the most magical place on earth. And um, so you don't need a gun, but I, I just, it still bothers me, Evan, that this day and age, we're talking about this stuff and people are stupid enough to do these things. Um, you know, they don't have... His name is not available. I would I would say it if it was. But it happened just recently. And um, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand and whatever. But to blame the cast Yeah, the cast members are stealing guns. Um, I just don't understand that.
0: It's just... I mean, this is one of those just nonsensical things that... in really, nonsense in the, the true definition of the term is no sense. You don't have common sense. There's not a... A sense of logic present in your mind that is telling you, hey, maybe I shouldn't bring my firearm to a Disney park. Now, you know, there's a lot of people that drive to Disney and there's a lot of people that keep firearms in their vehicles, you know, locked in the glove compartment, stuff like that. That's different. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about you choosing actively to bring your firearm into a Disney park. That is like, why would you do that? Um, There's not there's nothing that is going to, uh, you know, if you've ever been out to a public venue or space in your life, I mean, this isn't a, a kid here. We're talking about this is a grown adult, um, and you choose to do that. I just don't – I don't get it's it.
1: Just, it's just like the people that try to bring firearms on an airplane. I don't want to – like, this – we talk. We could talk about this for hours. I know. Because that I know. still bothers me. Like, there's signs all over the place, do not bring firearms, do not bring firearms. And they're like, oh. Oh, I forgot it was in my bag. How did you forget? Like so that it's just the same thing here. I, I, I we can we can end the story now. I just had to bring it up because yeah. it still, it just yeah. bothers me. This is stupid and it shouldn't happen. And if anybody has a problem, so you know, please put it in the notes. Send us a note. But you should not bring a gun into into Walt Disney World or Disneyland or Disneyland Paris or anything, any Disney park. There's no reason to have a gun. Right. Okay.
0: Done. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I agree. All right. So the next one is a little bit, it's, it's worth a mention because I think it's a step in the right direction maybe, but I don't, I don't know how to say this. I guess I don't really understand it, but that was the promotion that was released for, um, this is a new offer that was released pretty recently for guests who want to book a non-discounted five night four day vacation package. That includes um, rooms at select resorts. Okay, you can get up to a $750 Disney dining promo card is what they're calling it. So this is like a, like it would be a, a hard ticket, right? So almost like a credit card but it is a dining promo card. So upon checking in upon arrival, you would go and you would receive this dining promo card. This is not something that you get loaded on to your app. That's this not what happens. So you have to get the physical card. You have to keep up with it. You have to use it like it is a debit credit card. Um, it, it's only for a lot of nights, July 1st to the 10th or August 1st through September 14th. Um, you can get lesser in values if you're staying at lesser, you know, uh, category of resorts like value or moderate that kind of stuff Um, there's another offer too that's going on that you can get up to 20% off some stays too in the spring and into the summer but you know the dining promo is one I'm kind of highlighting here because it's like it's a way I guess to somehow bring some form of dining back but it's not a dining plan I I don't know to me I mean I'm not you know this is I'm a I'm a pawn. I'm a peon here, you know, just, uh, talking, but I I don't, to me, it's, you know, you're, you're printing a lot of these cards. You're having them made. I know they're like a dime a dozen, right. But, um, I don't know. Is it, is it easier to kick back up some sort of dining plan? That's just easy. You, you scan your band and go, or is it easier to start up a, a whole new promo like this? I mean, of course I don't know how that goes, but what do you think, Brian?
1: I think, see, there's gotta be a way to make it work. The the other plan worked fine. There was never problems with the plan. I think Disney Disney probably made out in the long run. I think the, the consumers you don't save a lot of money. We t- again we've talked about this at at, at nauseum. But um, it, you don't really save a lot of money. There's a, it's a lot of convenience. And it just makes the whole everything much easier. You, once you have it done, you don't have to worry about it. You're pay- It's paid for. Um, all those kind of things and. I know Disney makes some money in the deal because, first of all, there's, there's float because people pay for it way ahead of time. So for them, I don't see there's no negative in this in this action. Um, I think the, the cast members who work in the restaurants, they like it because it's a lot easier for them too. So I don't really see the, the reason not to do it. Um, maybe the way they design their new systems doesn't work um there maybe there's some things about this that we're not thinking deeply into it right now at this point because i'm kind of i am thinking this is what i've been thinking for the last probably the last month is that maybe with my disney experience and all these different things for some reason um they didn't think about it and and they they're finding drawbacks and it's they're worried about what's going to happen with the with the crossovers of of, you know, your room reservation and Interesting, the My Disney Brian. experience and the, and, the, and the Disney dining plan. And I, I think that there's maybe some kind of a technical um, glitch that's going to cause problems there. And they're very worried about it because otherwise, Evan, at this point, this far, the pandemic's over, right? Basically, there's still, I know people still have COVID. Yeah, COVID well, still right. around. As but far as businesses major, go, right. Major flux is over with the, the society has moved on. Society has moved on. It's time they, sh- they should do it. There's no reason not to. And I've even talked to—I um, don't even want to get anybody in trouble, so I'm not going to talk, tell them, tell you where I talked to a person. But I talked to a cast member who works in a fairly uh, big restaurant, one of the bigger restaurants in in Walt Disney World. And this person told me that, hey, they're ready to go. They want to get it done. They want to move it on. But there's other things going on. They didn't say there was a technical glitch. Right. I am just thinking that. That's just something Brian's thinking. But I, you know, knowing systems, I know that. It must be something, you know, Evan, with the with your reservation tied to your annual pass, tied to this, tied to that, um, tied to DVC, because there's all different aspects to the dining plan. So maybe they didn't think about that in my Disney experience, and now they're trying to figure out how to push it in without screwing something else up. I don't know, but I don't know that I don't know the other reason. Then what other reason would there be?
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know either, Brian. I mean, that's a good one though, because you do have this technical lens perspective from, you know, with the IT side. So you're right. Maybe layering these things on My Disney Experience has caused some sort of backend problem. So that's interesting. Now, I mean, you know, of course, opinion here, but it still is interesting thought. I mean, with all these systems together, it's um, it's it's definitely interesting to think about. Um, but, you know, it could just be as simple as, they're still waiting on staff to get back up at all the restaurants. You know, I, I don't, I don't know if that would be true, but
1: well, that is one. And I think, you know, and they, and they want to make, make sure every restaurant, because they make something again. another thing I did heard was yes, staffing and also not every restaurant, not every restaurant open every day of the week. Right. Mm-hmm, so until right. that happens, you can't do a dining plan. So you got to get that, but okay. Why isn't that happening then? Yeah. So flip let's the get, switch. Yep. Yeah. Let's get, let's, let's move on. Let's get this going. Um, at least you know maybe if they started maybe they started slow with a quick service okay we're going to start only do with the quick service dining plan and let the, let's just get that done and we'll worry about the table service later something like that just do something give these people something to hold their hat on because it will make it a lot easier for everybody it really does you don't want all the money changing hands and 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 all that And it's just more it's more of a drama more you know all the credit card slips and all you don't need that if you have yep. the dining plan it's so much easier everything's easier they have the infrastructure to make it easy they spent years putting together this dining plan infrastructure to make the experience much better for everybody and they're not using it now that that's that's we got to get it fixed
0: so and it's a, to, in my opinion it would be a little bit of a hassle right because you're trying to especially if you really get up to like 750 bucks right you're trying to keep up with this balance. I know you'll get it, right? Every time you swipe your card or whatever, at your restaurants and it's select restaurants. So it's not all restaurants, the gates open wide, you can go anywhere and use this card. It's select restaurants. So you have to keep up with that list. Is this place included or not included? Can I get a reservation there? Can I not? And then you have to keep it with your dollar amount to try to budget that out instead of just giving meal allotments, which, you know, actually works out in disney's favor most of the time because you don't you don't get the the most bang from our bucks when we do dining plan a lot we'll go places we want to go sometimes we we get the best choices and best bang for our buck and we get the steak but other times we get the chicken you know we get the we get what we want but we don't have to worry about keeping up with the dollar amount so that's a good thing about the dining plan so i really wish they would at least have maybe done credits or i don't know i mean but it's to me it would be a hassle to keep up with that promo i would much rather just get a percentage off promo for my trip you know that's that's just kind of how my mind's working
1: yeah there's got to be something hopefully hopefully they'll get something but it, it, you can't leave it without anything right now and I, you know i think there's they're trying to put something together but i haven't seen it yet and until it happens um it's 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 a negative we got to get that moving
0: yeah i do agree i think you're i think it's you
1: okay so our next one's a big one for me um i i am um, i'm really looking forward to it uh uh april um 4th it looks like i think that's the date tron will be working i think that's the um the first week of april basically in magic kingdom um the, the date that's planned i think is april 4th yep to, for tron to be working and and People be able to go on. I am dying. That's going to be a great ride. Um, very interesting that they did announce that there are going to be. So you're not going to be able to bring your backpacks and your bags on that. You're gonna. They're going to have little lockers, which they do in the other in the other parks too for that yeah. type of ride. Um, that'll be a very interesting thing. But but I think if the type of ride it is, because you're on a bicycle basically, um, there's no way you can actually have a backpack or anything like that. And second of all, the way it's built. You know, it would be, these things would be dropping all over the park or all over the place. I could just, it could just be more of a disaster. So they're going to have that. So this is going to be very interesting because how they organize the line. Okay, everybody start putting your stuff in your little, in your little cubby hole. Here's your lock or your, I don't know. I don't know what how they're going to lock them or whatever. Um, It's going to be very interesting how that works. Um. And you know people are going to complain. Oh, I, I don't want to put this in there. You know, oh, well, hey, like the, the other man with the gun. Oh, I, I want to put my gun in there. Yeah. Uh, I. But the thing is, you're gonna. It's going to be. It's going to be interesting to see how that works. Um, but I think they're going to spend their time to make sure. That might be another reason why it's taking so long to get this done. Maybe they realized they had to do that and they had not done that. But it's going to be the first big ride. The first ride really, besides yeah. the water rides, because they they do take you know uh, Kilimanjaro. The, I mean the um the collie river rapids you kind of you can't bring all your stuff on that because it'll it'll go in the water but besides that any other ride they let you bring whatever you want you have to like stuff it in a a hole or jam it in some kind of a webbed um, bag but you can bring your other stuff on here you can't so it's gonna be interesting
0: so all right few thoughts on this tron i'm so excited so Hagrid's motorbike um adventure in universal there is a it's a two person ride. So you have a, a motorbike and then you have a sidecar. And so the sidecar you actually sit down into, but the motorbike you're leaning over and you're holding on the handlebars. And that's how ex- I am anticipating Tron being like, because you are on this, like it's a bike, right. And your, your legs sort of lock in and then you're holding onto the handlebars. And that's kind of the way you hold on. So I am super stoked about that. So that experience should be very cool and very like, um, thrilling that's a great word for it because i think you're you're sort of exposed right you're kind of yes you're, you're not as locked in as you would be with like a harness and stuff so that is really cool i'm definitely looking forward to it um one of our our listeners and um uh moderators of our spoonie facebook group uh joyce she made a good point that she thought that maybe they could have you know opened up the seats right and how do you put your stuff in there so you sit in it so that's a good point they could have done something like that but you know if you've been to universal you're you're pretty familiar with the locker system, which is incredibly annoying, but they do it at Universal. Um, so they'll either do it like at the beginning, but on the outside of the ride before you even go into it, or they will do it in the ride queue, like Velocicoaster is, as you're going into the queue, there's a spot where you open up, there's locker bays, like one through seven, and you go and there's like seven A, seven B, then, you know, you, you pick a locker there. And it's it's free. Right. So for the how Universal does it, I think it's the wait time plus 15 minutes. So whatever the posted wait time is, plus 15 minutes, you have time to go and get your stuff and come back. And if not, you know, they charge you. But um, well, I guess. Well, how about, I, like, let's do it. Say,
1: so here's my question. And this is I don't want to, you know, I know we have a lot to go through today, but OK. You buy, you go and buy a lightsaber. Mm. Yeah. And then you start. Then you go over there and you, oh, hey, it doesn't fit in the, it doesn't fit. Oh, sorry. You know, I don't know what to do. Like though, there are going to be certain souvenirs or, or that people buy that aren't going to fit in this thing. Um, So that's going to be another interesting thing too. What happens there? They're going to tell
0: uh, you to go back up to the front and rent a locker under the train station. That's what they're going to tell you to do probably.
1: I don't even know if they fit in there some of those things, but yeah. well, not like, yeah. you know,
0: lightsaber of course, but like some of the bigger stuff. I mean, that's what I guess they're going to tell you to go rent a bigger locker, I guess. I mean, the good thing about a lot of families is their strollers rider right, or, or ECVs or something that somebody, or if there's somebody waiting out, but you're right. A lot of people, that's not the case. Like it would not be the case for Emily and I, or, you know, you, or if your whole family's going on, on it. So I think more times than not, it's going to be a interesting conundrum yeah. there.
1: No, I know it'll be interesting. I, either way, it's going to be the most, it's, Gonna be the coolest ride. I, I am dying to go. I, I can't wait. Um, Tron was always one of my favorite rides, and my one of my favorite video games. Com- you know, combination of the two. Um, I was a big Tron. I, I, even if I go, if ever I go to a retro arcade, I always play the Tron game. I love that. Wasn't one of my things. So I'm wondering though, the one thing Evan, I have not seen, and I've been looking. Are, you think like Jeff Bridges and Bruce Boxlett, Late Lettner, Let, are, are going to be there? Like the stars of the movie? I think you think they're going to be there um, sure. for opening? Because no, recently, you know, most of the things. There's usually somebody, you know, the Guardians, most of the Guardians were there when the Guardians opened. Um, I'm hey, curious you to know. see if they're going to have them there. That would be so cool if they did. That would but, be really um, cool. I, either way, I'm still not going to make it there by April 4th. I wish right. I could be there. I'm oh, well, uh,
0: reservations are already sold out for that day. When Oh, I'm they are? They it. are for
1: that day? Let's oh, see. There you go. That's, what I,
0: that's what I heard. I mean, I've not verified that. So, hey, we just talked about how we want to be a truthful.
1: Yes. Um, I, I I'll check on great. that.
0: I'll check on that. But heard, uh, definitely for annual pass holders, I think they are they're they're gone. Maybe not ticket holders yet, but yeah, um, it's going to be a busy day, no matter what. I don't even know if I would want to be there on opening day because of how busy it's going to be.
1: No, no. You know, but I just want to. I want to go eventually when I can, and, and I'm I'm dying. So I, you know, it like Guardians was amazing. You know, obviously, say we you know Rise is amazing. Um, this is going to be another one. It's going to, you know, it ha- they have a bar. You know, we, we've talked about this. Disney has set a bar. Let's see how it goes in this bar, but I, I think you know from from talking to our friends, like you know, we have we have a friend Mark who lives in Australia, and he he actually told us he's been on the the other Tron, and he said it's the greatest thing. So I'm looking forward to this so much. This is you know I just can't wait. So um, let's move on. But this is this is a great one. This is a big one.
0: Yeah. So okay. So annual passes, it's not as what I'm reading, but for theme park tickets, it's showing there still is some. So maybe maybe you could get on up in a day. But anyways, neither here nor there. The day before, March, um, gosh, I'm losing my brain. April the 3rd, which is the day before the opening of Tron. What a busy couple of days it's going to be. Returning nighttime spectacular shows at Magic Kingdom. Happily Ever After is coming back. And then the barges are going away, folks. Harmonious is ending. And Epcot Forever is returning. So this is happening on April the 3rd, the day before Tron. So what a busy couple of days at Magic Kingdom. So this is kind of interesting, though. They're going to, maybe they're splitting up crowds. So if you're going to Magic Kingdom on the 3rd, you may not go for the 4th. Or maybe people are trying to go for both days. So they can see the first Happily Ever After and ride the first Tron. But the difference with Happily Ever After is, you know, with the Introduction of Enchanted for the 50th. The new part about it was that they had projections down Main Street, right? right. So they're continuing that with Happily Ever After. They're going to add projections down Main Street. So we don't know exactly what's going to happen, but hearing that, you know, Happily Ever After song come back, you know, definitely tugs at the heartstrings. So I
1: think, yeah, I think people are going to be very happy. Um, it's, 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 you know, we, I think we've talked about it. We, You know, it's not like these things are none of these things have been bad. Now, none of the fireworks or the shows that Disney has done have been bad. They've been great. They're great. But when you have something that's beloved and it's good, you better you better you darn well better make it better. And if you don't make it better, if it's just as good or just a little bit less, people are going to want it back. And in this case here. You, you, you basically hit something that people really cared about. It made a lot, it made, a, it, it really impacted how people were and they wanted to see it. No one was tired of it. So it wasn't yeah. like people were tired of it. So they got rid of it. Now they're paying the price. And even though I, and I have to say, there was probably some Imagineers that spent so much time making the new version, the, the new fireworks great. And they did such a good job and they were probably looking forward to it. And they were pro- proud of what they did. You always have to worry about your user base, and again, this is another—you know—there's always a persona of the person that you're designing for. When you're designing a ride, when you're designing a show, you're designing fireworks. You're designing it for a, a certain group, and yeah. the group that likes the fireworks and all that, like when wishes when they changed wishes, it was the biggest uproar in the world. Now, luckily. Um, happily ever after was you know as good so it, it people did quiet down now there's still people that still think wishes was the best yeah but there in this case here it didn't it didn't match it wasn't even the same bar with either of them it was great it was very good but it wasn't as good and yeah. that's the problem that's the biggest problem.
0: I agree. I'm okay with different, you know, like, that's like you're talking about wishes to happily ever after I'm okay with different, you know, you're adding these projections, which was totally different. You just had colors on the castle for wishes, wishes pretty much. You have this projection mapping system, which is very cool. And it's, it's um you know, up to date. So I, I get that and it's different and it was good, but you have to be different, better. And it has to command the attention of the audience for a purpose and reason. For either displaying something for the form of the park nostalgia, or um, you know, music, something that pulls you into that Disney magic, which Happily Ever After does. Um, so let's talk about Epcot. Okay. I know a lot of people want Illuminations back. I think the point is to get rid of the barges and put something in there for a little while that's not going to require a lot of hardware. You know, if you brought the illuminations back, you have to bring the globe back. You have to bring you know back some of that stuff out on the water. Pretty much for Epcot forever. I think it's going to, it's more minimal equipment, right? You have the jet skis going around with the the kites and stuff. Now I know a lot of people don't like Epcot Forever, but it's, I mean, I liked it. I, I, I'm Um, not saying it's my favorite, but it's, it's definitely, uh, it's not above like Illuminations or above Harmonious even, but it's still not bad.
1: Well, well, Harmonious grew on me. I, 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 you know, at first I I, see the only thing about Harmonious, like Harmonious is, is, was, was a spectacle, right? It was, it was crazy. So Harmonious was was cool but the rest of it the 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 pain the or the the whole effect of having that those oil rig barges in the middle of the lake all the time where hey you know they first they said they were going to put fountains up and stuff and that never really And they happened. ran it
0: for like 2 days or something yeah, yeah.
1: then they put up these 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 digital screens to try to cover them up that made it even worse because then you so you have these beautiful sight lines and the thing about Epcot and I, you, you have to you have to know this a true Disney fan knows this. Epcot and and the entire international gateway, that whole area there, there's sight lines and there for there's a reason. the Imagineers put them up. you depending on where you're sitting and then looking, there's a reason why you see things a certain way. And especially the one when you're over in Japan and you look across um, at Spaceship Earth. That right. is an amazing, amazing view. It always is. It's a great picture. Yeah. It, and now you see these metal structures all over the place. Yeah. It just kind of hit. It tugged at something that, and again, we're talking about what people like and, and, not, and not realizing how it would impact people. It wasn't the show that bothered me as much as as yeah, I agree. what had to happen the show was great no i loved illuminations harmonious is great i don't it's nothing there's nothing wrong with it it's not it's not but all the other stuff for it is just not worth it and the whole day long you have to deal with, the, with these oil rig structures and i always say that because that's kind of what it looks like to me it looks like uh, in new jersey during hurricane sandy we had one of our big ferris wheels i'm sorry uh, ferris wheels and roller coasters fall into the ocean and then it was sitting there in the water for the longest time. This looks just like that. I have to find a picture of that. <laughs> it looks very similar to it.
0: It kind of does. And, yeah, I, I and, can see uh, that. And,
1: there, and there's, again, I understand what they were doing, but they didn't, they should have designed it. If they, here's my question, here's this thing. And here's my question to you, and, and this is to you, Spoonies, too. So, Evan, if, if they had done Harmonious in a way where the metal structures could sink in or float yes. in or float in, or sink uh, you know sink in the water and then come up or float in from that you know from that little area over in between um China and uh the African outpost mm-hmm. yep so if you could if they could float in would you have thought as negatively about it as as much
0: no and i and i agree i think that's the, the normal consensus now on paper on paper when harmonious came out when enchanted came out it was only broadcasted to exist through the 50th anniversary now, that was what they said. So they, you know, falling back on this, you could either say, OK, they're sticking with the original statement or you can say they listen to the fans and they're bringing them back. And so.
1: So the 50th anniversary ends in March, right?
0: That's right. So, so that lines kind of up.
1: The timing. Yeah. Well, you know, conveniently, the timing ends up. But <clears throat> but see, I, I think that I agree with they, you. If they had put something in there that was that good, that it would tug at people's heart, um, it would stay. Right, like again, if people yeah. if yeah. people really liked it, they would have fought to keep it. I also think the one other thing I wanna I wanna say is that anything in Epcot should refer to Epcot. And if it's got if it's got characters and other things in there that are not reflected of Epcot, it shouldn't be in there. And that's I'm sorry, but that's another thing. Epcot is about yep. the countries and the lands and Figman and, and, figmen and and, and you know Mulan and and some of the there are definitely characters in in the in the park, they should be there. But there shouldn't be other characters that are not part of Epcot. And that's another thing that that bothered me a little bit because you did see that. And same with Epcot Forever. Epcot Forever has a lot of things that are not Epcot in there. Um, and and that's another thing too. You know, it's got some great things, and Epcot Forever has. Some of the some great music because all stuff that you remember from
0: from Epcot uh, interventions
1: yeah. interventions and all stuff like that. But there's also stuff in there that you're like, wait, that's not Epcot. So that's the one thing I want to make sure that hopefully that the, the Imagineers you know looked at that a little bit more because I guarantee they got that feedback. Um, yeah. So that's great. I, I either way, you know, you know, we're gonna have something that's great. There's always something cool to watch. There's always something great, regardless of what people think about these things they're always good and and that's you know like what we're saying is hey we want the a plus back but we're getting a it's never it's never no one ever says that hey you know that version of fireworks at disney prices right. is c no it's not it's never going to be a c it's always going to be an a or above but sure there were some a pluses or a plus pluses and and those are the ones that people are used to and they want right. that so okay that's i don't want to dive into that too much but this is this actually tugs at both of us a lot i know
0: yeah, and I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see the future. I hope happily ever after stays for a while. I you know I think that Epcot Forever is definitely a a midpoint, right, for whatever may be coming. I hope happily ever after. I know it's eventually going to change, but maybe it'll at least stay and fulfill that that void of the Magic Kingdom nighttime show. So yes, definitely. Okay. Um, all right. I have three more on my list, and you may cover them, but I'm going to mention this one because I know that there is definitely a huge audience out that out there for this. I know maybe not so on our podcast, but just as a general rule for Disney fans, which are the run Disney races. So they have released the run Disney race season calendar for 2023, 2024. I will post this in the uh, spoonful of podcast, Spoonie nation Facebook group. So you can check the dates out, um, you know, and, and when you can maybe get a, a, Time slot at one of these races, so that includes, you know, the virtual series that they're going to do this year, wine and dine half marathon, marathon weekend, half marathon, princess half, and then the springtime surprise weekend, which will be a, um, in, those are going to be in the 2024. But it's cool that they're releasing them; it, it gets runners excited. I know it's, um they're also returning for the first time is going to be the Run Disney Coast to Coast Race Challenge in 2024. That will be for those who want to run race weekends in both world and land. So that's coming back, which people are excited about that. I think they announced that at D 23 actually, but, um, and they announced that run Disney will be coming back to land soon too. So anyways, that's a good little bit of information that I know that the runners like. I've not done a run Disney race. I'm not, I like running. I really like it a lot. I I'm one of those weird people that do like doing that. I just, I don't get to do it enough with time. Um, so I would love to go do a run Disney race. I think it would be fun. You know, people dress up as characters. There's characters along the run. Um, there's, you, you know, you can stop and take pictures with them. There's people giving out water and Gatorade and stuff like that. And you know, people cheering you on, just watch out for the balloon ladies. You know, if the balloon ladies come up on you, you're getting taken off the course.
1: Well, you know, and again, I do it with you too. I, the same things. We got. I got. I have to practice to get ready to go to yeah. do it. I mean, I have to spend the time because I used to be able to do that all the time, and I and I haven't in a long time. So I would definitely do it. And I know uh, my sister. One of we my need sisters, to plan it. One of my sisters, Jennifer, has been has been wanting to do it. So like like I think we could. We could figure out, maybe get some people to do it. But we have to, we'd have to work our way towards it, like set a goal and, and yep. work towards it. And that would be fine. But yep. it would be a lot of fun if we could do something like that. Yeah, it would, it would be cool.
0: I agree. See, I want to mention that, and maybe we'll do a spinny run one day.
1: There you go. Um, I So my next one's an interesting one. I'm going to jump across the United States over to um, Disneyland. And this was something that I'm, I don't have the answer to, but this is a good one because I, I heard this, and I've been actually – Trying to find more information about it, but maybe this, maybe you know, maybe Devin, Evan, you know. But I mean, um, so we all know Splash Mountain is closing in both parks in the in the United States, and and they're gonna it's gonna be reimagined, um, and so we're looking forward to that. That'll be you know that'll that'll happen eventually, and, and that's great. Um, I think this week recently people were going on Splash Mountain for the last time, but what I did hear was that Indiana Jones is going to be closed from like January till the spring. Wow. Um, so, an Indiana Jones, not the not the not the Hollywood Studios one. I'm saying the one that's in Disneyland, yep. which is the a ride. ride. Yep. Very similar. It's actually way better than, but it's it, the ride car looks a little bit like the one in Dinosaur, but the ride is way different. It's, it's a much yeah. different ride, and it's really good. It's one of the better um, Disneyland rides. It it, it definitely isn't top ten in Disneyland by far. Um, great ride, and it's been closed out for a long period, and. Mm. So no one knows why. So why is it being closed down? Now, the thoughts are, and again, so I don't want it to be a rumor mill, but the thoughts are, just to think about this now, is there is a new Indiana Jones movie coming out soon, right? Mm, Yeah. So maybe, because I'm also also thinking, you know, somewhere along the line, they're going to up – so – you know, Pandora is going to be updated a little bit based based off the new uh, Avatar movie. I think you're going to see some changes there, maybe down the road. Yeah, yeah. they may there's there's room to right there's room to add. So I'm wondering if they're going to add in some features from that from the new Indiana Jones movie, just some little things that you know enhance it a little bit, give it some spice. Um, I would see that that might be good, but that's a that's definitely one of the you know one of the flagship rides there and flagship attractions. So for it to be down for that long of a time um is very interesting to me so i'm curious to see what's going to happen there with that one so i don't know if you heard anything but i for me um you know i know that they're going to do something creative they always do and they're they're always working on cool things um but that is that is a stalwart there when you go to when you go to disneyland you want to go on that ride it's one of the one of the rides to to make sure you go on but it's closed right now and it's going to be closed for a while i don't think that was really i don't think there was a lot of notice giving for that given for that
0: Interesting, you know, I'm so excited to go to Disneyland Resort. I am. That's one of the ones I'm looking forward to. I think there's four rides that are on. I mean, I'm, my must do is going to be everything when I go, but I think I'm the most excited about four rides. Um, it's going to be, you know, their version of Space Mountain. Yep. I'm excited for Incredicoaster. Yep. I'm excited for Radiator Springs Racing and oh, Indiana course. Jones ride. Um, those are probably my top four at, of the moment, and and you know, like doing their Small World and just their different rides, Alice Dark Ride. That kind of stuff will be cool, but I think those are my my four that I'm kind of oh, the most. They're, ex- they're
1: pirates. They're pirates, and the canoe ride. Oh yeah, of, co- the of course, canoe, yeah. The canoes are the best, but but the the, the their pirates is a totally. Oh yeah, ride.
0: yeah, it's pirates totally too. I mean, that's probably my, totally my number bad. five. So yeah, that's probably my top five. Is is those five I just mentioned with pirates added on there. So that's that's probably my favorites. Um, I'm just super excited to go, and I would. I would be happy to see whatever they would do with that. As long as there's not a major overhaul or change, but I'm all about some updating and, you know, making it current, but not doing too many changes, you know, for sure. So that's a good one. All right. Is it me? Yep. You. All right. So let's talk about, uh, attraction photos. So attraction photos will be included in Genie plus purchase. So that is pretty cool. We don't have an exact date yet. They just said in a few months, That when you purchase Genie Plus, you will get any ride attractions that have photos, you will get them for free. So a lot of times if you don't have a a memory maker purchase or if you are not an annual pass holder, then of course your photos have watermarks on them. But if you uh, get Genie Plus in the future, which will give a little bit of help for that price, because I know we're at demand based pricing now, which is, you know, however you may feel about it a little bit, but... Uh, you do actually get attraction photos included in Genie Plus purchase, which is good. You know, I think that's a little uh, perk to give, you know, instead of you just saying, hey, there used to be a FastPass system that was free. Now we're going to charge you for the rides. Well, at least now they're going to give you a little something else that would be a cost associated with it. So if you line it up right, you could do a lot of attractions with the Genie Plus that you can get some attraction photos on. So I think that's a good perk uh, for sure. What about you, Brian?
1: Yeah, I want that to happen. I'm looking forward to it. It's um, it, it's a, just a big thing. It's part of your trip. Like part of your trip and, you know, photos are such a big part of your trip, especially now with social media. You want to have them. But second of all, it's just, it's a way to me- remember things. It's a way to talk about things. It's a way to, po- you know, it's just a way to do things. And, it, it, and the fact that they provide so many cool, features now to the photos um i think it's just an amazing
0: thing yeah so, now it's not going to give you your photo pass photographers and all those kind of things you know for sure but it's it'll give you those attractions that you're riding on with genie plus so that's i think that's a plus you know it's a, it's a perk that they didn't have to do and they're doing it so nope, I, agree. Now I applaud I
1: it i agree i agree all right you're up um so the next thing is again i i know there's the Florida, the Florida ticket deal is coming back, right? So,
0: mm-hmm. I, I don't. Know. Yep.
1: So, so we. So that is a big thing for people, for the Florida residents. Now, I'm not a Florida resident, um, but Florida residents are getting a a, a ticket deal back now. I, I don't know all the the ins and outs of it, but I know it's been very popular. Um and I know it I know people seem to be very, very happy with the fact that they're getting this back again. Um I know we talked about it, I wish they had a you know, like a half a day park ticket, but um Florida residents I think, you know, because California residents have always had a lot of good cool deals and and that was because that that's the type of park it is. But Florida didn't have that as much. Um they had one plan. I remember my mom had a plan for the longest time and it was very reasonable for her to go to, to go to the park. Um so now they're they're going to have one now. I don't know the pricing. I don't know. All I've do I, all I have heard that is that people that from Florida are very happy with that. So it is the fact Disney's listening to people. I know we're going to keep seeing more and more changes, um, but this is a good start.
0: I agree. I think that's great for Florida residents. I think you know offering the different past types for Florida residents. I still you know I'm only saying this of course because I'm living in Georgia, but I really wish they offered some sort of discount for. Neighboring states or something. Hey, you do good neighbor hotels, Disney. Come on, give us something. Um, but, anyways, I, I think that the Florida tickets are great for those that doesn't don't really want to buy into an annual pass, or maybe they maybe they're just not you know as large of Disney fans or, or something like that. But they still want to take their family to Disney. That gives them an option, and I think it's a it's a good you know outreach of um, you know it's it's a good move on Disney's part to give that. To Florida residents. So yeah, I agree. That's a, that's a good one and I'm glad that it's going to be um, more mainstream again. Yep. So two more for me. One is that, uh, and of course I'll, and you can go and I'll do my last one, but relaxing the annual pass holders park hopping on weekdays after 2 PM. We've not having a date yet when it's going to be effective. Again, this is not effective in a few months, But that will be on weekdays and on some weekends, just not Magic Kingdom is what I'm seeing so far. For Saturday and Sunday, annual pass holders at Magic Kingdom will still have to make reservations. But after 2 p.m., you will be able to pretty much park hop wherever you want to uh, without having to to make a reservation uh, on that day. So that's a good thing. Um, And I think annual pass holders is needed, right? The locals have been talking about this. They have said this is a problem uh, for for them, that want they want to go in the evenings after work or on the weekends or anything like that. And so now they're going to listen. This is another one where Disney's listening, some, doing something that they don't necessarily have to do. So I'm, I'm excited and I think this is a good move.
1: Yeah, no, it is. It's a very good move. Very good move, very smart. It's also, you know, again, we're starting to see a lot of smart ideas. So, you know, We've, we've lived in a situation in the last two years, we've seen a lot of things that we just shake our head at all the time. Like decisions mm-hmm. come up and we're like, why? So now we they have to start fixing all these things. So they're little by little, they're looking at things and figuring out what I need to do. And you know, I'm, I'm willing to give them some time to do it. A lot of people want it to be rushed. I don't care. All I want to see is smart, smart moves, thoughts, thoughts involved with what they do. Um, and this, this is exactly what this is. This is another smart move. Keep moving. Let's let's make these changes and keep going.
0: Yeah, I agree. So that's a good one.
1: Okay. So the next one is a kind of an interesting one, and it's, it's. I know Evan's going to laugh at this one because um, there was a little bit of a, a a tit for tat on on one of the uh, Facebook groups or social media that we were looking at with this thing, but. Over in uh, Toy Story Land, they un- <laughs> they unveiled some some artwork, and um, it's basically <laughs> it's basically artwork that uh, in around um, Woody's Roundup and stuff. It, it's basically artwork for uh, you know based from a kid drawing with crayons, and I I actually think it's pretty cool. The more I've looked at it and looked at the detail that's involved. It's actually pretty cool for what it is now that you, you know, if, as long as you know what it is, you're like, Hey, this is cool. I like this. Um, so I am, I am liking it more and more, but there are people that for some reason thought it was, it was shabby. It was like, Oh, that looks, that's, they didn't do a very good job on that, but they don't understand. It's supposed to be done by a kid with crayons and it's part of the theme folks. So I think it's pretty cool. Make sure you go look because it was covered up for the longest time and I never knew what they were going to do there, Um, but they did a great job. There's flags, there's some paintings and there's drawings and um, check it out next time you're there. And I really want to hear what people have to think about it because if you look at it now and I've looked at a lot of pictures, it's cool. Um, It's very different. It's not what we're used to, but it's supposed to be a kid drawing with crayons. And they did a pretty cool job, so I think that's a good thing. It's 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 new. It's fairly new. It's probably fresh off the pre- hot off the presses, but it's it's worth going to look at. It. And I think it's a it's it's a it's it's just a way to advance. We make a lot of fun about we we talk about Toy Story Land a lot. Toy Story Land needs a lot of work. It needs some theming. It needs some. There's there's definitely some work there that can be done. Um, so they're starting to, you know. There's not much. they they're trying to work with what they have. I think it's a good thing.
0: Yeah, so you know a little more about that location, which is going to be um, a Roundup Rodeo barbecue. So that would be Toy Story Land's first table service restaurant. It's yes. supposed to open in spring of this year. So that's something to look forward to. I'm sure it's going to have Toy Story characters in it. We don't really know a lot about the menu, like a ton about it yet. And we don't, of course, know what. The whole of the restaurant is going to be or look like, but it's probably going to be a really fun restaurant, especially for kids, Toy Story fans, which, I mean, who's not a Toy Story fan, right? Right. It may not be your favorite movie, but everybody likes Toy Story. So I think it's going to be a pretty cool restaurant option for families for sure. So... I I think it's going to be a good option and you're right. So the drawings are supposed to represent a kid's drawings. I don't know what people thought they were going to represent, but that's, and they're cool. I like them. They're detailed and they perfectly match what it should be for that area. I mean, you're in Andy's backyard, you're in his toy box, you're, it's, it's, you know, hand drawn by a, a child. So, uh, yeah. It's
1: exactly I, the stuff that we, that, you know, when my kids were little, we would post up on the refrigerator, you know, it's the same kind of stuff. And right. It, and you look back at it now and you say, this is so cool. And I think they did a great job. I, I The more I look at it, at first when I saw it, I was like, what? And then I'm thinking, wait a second, that's the theme. And yep. look at it now. Hey, it's pretty cool. So, yeah. 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 So, you know quiet down guys. It's, it's, it's actually a cool thing. Um, let's, uh, I, I, one of the things that I, I don't like is when people spend so much time churning about something that is, is pretty cool. And there's no, it's not, it's not hurting anybody. Right. And people spend a lot of time churning on it.
0: I know it's, uh, Oh, move on. Right. Yes. So, all right. My last bit here, and this is the one that I kind of teased at the beginning of the show foreshadowing that I am not really sure why they did it. However, I am super excited for it. And that would be that effective now or when this released going forward self-parking at Disney World Resorts is back to being free, which is huge news. And what I mean by I don't know why they did it, that's exactly right. It's got to be for the fans. You know, this is something that this is a a handshake coming back to the fans saying, we're listening to you. We're going to give you back something. We're going to extend an arm of grace back to you. We've been listening about price hikes and, you know, whether that's past CEOs that are no longer with the company, hint, hint, or stuff like that, that have maybe, you know, caused some, some, you know, concern about, Disney's money hungriness, you know, maybe it was just a, an act of good faith, right. To do this, but you know, this would be, you you stay four nights at a deluxe resort, you're paying a hundred bucks for, for self parking. So that's going to save money for the guests like me, like a lot of the listeners of our show who want to go and drive to the parks and stay at the resorts. So, you know, not only is your parking free, but if you're staying at a Walt Disney World Resort, this, this is not changing that you can drive to the park, you know, scan your Magic Band, and you can park at the park for free. So they're still going to charge for parking, but if you're a resort guest, they're still going to charge for parking at the park, but not the resorts if you're staying there. So I think that is a great move on Disney's part. I am hugely applauding it. Very surprised that they did it. It's not for financial gain at all. So it has to be. For the fans. So well, it, this is a
1: yeah. yeah we've not be, seen in a long
0: time. You know? No, a
1: lot of it had to do with the fact that people were trying to buck the system and park in certain areas to try to get to access to the park easier and, and stuff like that. I still think they're going to be tough at for people to come in. But if you're in the resort, you park for free. I think – and I think – you know because, you know, hey, Contemporary. I used to do that. I used to go to the Contemporary and park there to, to walk over to Magic Kingdom instead of having to deal with everything. People did that all the time. That That yeah. is still a problem. So they want to stop that, but they're not going to charge people now. So I think it, it'll be a good thing. It's a very good thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So that's my last piece of info, Brian. Yeah, I, I, and you I have. think
1: that's great. No, I don't really have anything else. The only thing I want to do talk about, and again, I don't want to go into much detail about it because it is, it is something that, um, we really have to. We'd have to devote a lot more time to. But one of the things that you know we're seeing change, and I and I wanna This is my whole preface of this of today's episode that I want to say. We're seeing change. We're seeing positive change. We've we've been all every one of us, all of you listeners, have been screaming about we need some change. We need some positive change. It was too negative for a while. We're moving, so we're moving towards positive. And we are. We're 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 talking about positive things. We're we're seeing that bar moved a little bit. We're trying to see that. Um, Bob Iger is in place now. Um, He's got a lot to do, and he's trying to figure out what makes sense. He's got the right. He's getting smart people around him. They're making decisions. At the same time, you know, I don't know how much you guys know about this, but if you look, you know, there are some major stockholders that are sitting there causing a lot of trouble too. So he's spending a lot of his time. So he doesn't, it's not like he has all of his time to devote to fixing up Walt Disney World and the parks and the shows and the movies and Disney Plus and everything like that. He's also battling stockholders. Um, There's a lot of, there's a lot of drama going on there too. So he's got a lot on his plate right now. So this is a very interesting time. Um, I, I I, applaud him for what he's doing because he's really trying to do the right thing. He's trying to make some good decisions. I see Josh Amaro all over the place. Um, that's great. I mean, this is good stuff. But there's also a lot of stuff going on in the background that kind of concerned me. And, I, and I've seen a couple articles, Wall Street Journal, etc., recently, that um, it does scare me because there are some stockholders that are just... Trying to cause issues and we might see some changes to maybe some of the Disney holdings, maybe to some of the Disney parent or or, or family companies um, based on what what stockholders want. That is another that's another issue. So I don't I, I want to make sure that the positive st- keeps happening. And I know he's focused on it, but he's got a tough job. So, guys, give him a chance. Um, we you know, we, we all want to wanted back out. He's gone. Bob Iger's in it's you know he we wish it was all magic because disney's magic but it can't be it's not all magic so give it a chance um he's just got a lot on his plate i i'm i am not envious of his role right now like people say i wish i could have his job i don't think i would want it right now because he's got he probably doesn't sleep a lot he's got a lot to get done so yeah let's all that, give him a chance
0: that's a great point uh brian you know, he's back in the saddle probably in a position he didn't want to be in. I. I will tell you this and i've said it before i've read bob Iger's book um the ride of a lifetime and if you get it on audible you actually hear him read the prologue and it is such a great book you know there's and now people you know some may say well you don't agree with the man or, or what he believes in personally it doesn't matter you know we, we we should read stuff that doesn't align with what we believe all the time um i think it's just a good for our perspectives right but as as far as a business book and stories and business i mean this is a man Full of stories, full of experience as a longtime CEO of Disney, ABC, you name it. In this is a fantastic book. I hope that he makes another book. I will be one of the first people to go and read it. I would really because he's he's pretty honest in his book and he's very open about stuff. He was open about the Pixar acquisition and how that went and Lucasfilms and you know ABC. He he talked about the 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 you know, God rest his soul. The the boy that got um, uh, killed by the alligator, Grand right, Floridian, right, right. And, and how many loopholes you know were in place that he solved at the drop of a hat after that, so that it put it in place so something like that wouldn't happen again. Um, but he was very open about some of the bad sides of what has happened, and the people, and some of the the bad sides of some of the people that have been dealt with. So I, I really hope that he would release another honest opinion book. And uh, again, I would be one of the first to to listen to it. But you're right. I'm um, I think we're on a, a rise of an era of hopefully giving feedback to the fans. I mean, you're know, bringing back happily ever after, free parking. This is some stuff that you know. It's hard to not say that fans have been talking about this. You know, so they're they're making some choices, and I think hopefully going in the right direction. So that's that's great to to bring up, Brian. That's a good point
1: yeah okay so that's that's basically that's what i want to say and i think that you know this episode as far as this episode goes it's that we're seeing that change and let's let's see that and let's just keep keep let's if we keep seeing this progress a year from now we'll come back and look at it and we'll see like you know what hey we can forget about that downtime that was a downtime at disney you know and now it's over with let's move on we're, we're going the progress needs to be coming
0: yeah absolutely so Great show here! Thank you guys for listening to us, for um, hanging out with us as we talk about news. Uh, really, we're up, we're here for y'all. So, if you want to have an idea, maybe come on our show. You want to pitch something? You can always email us info at a dot podcast.com. You can message us on Facebook, where you can also find our A Spoonful of podcast, Spoonie Nation, feel free to join that group, make a post, say a show idea. You can post it there. It's totally fine. We'd love to get the community talking about it. Uh, Maybe, you know, see what's next for us. You know, we're always up for ideas. We have ideas ourselves, but we would love to hear what you have as well. So this show is for you. Um, We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. uh, And also, Rating and reviewing the show is incredibly important for us. I know I mentioned it every episode, but it really is. It does help grow our community. It helps um, others see us when they go and look at the show. That you all, most of you, have been with us for the whole time. A lot of people have joined as we've went on, and we're appreciative of that. But it helps continue to grow our family, and we really appreciate that. So, as always, broadcasting from the backside of water. Until next time, we'll see you then.
1: Take care, everybody. And just a real quick preface. Um, real quick, Evan, I, I just want to say, if you're a fan and you want to get on, I think next week, I, I think our next episode will be with one of our super fans. So we will see. A super fan. Uh-oh. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Take care, right. everybody. Thank you for listening to a Spoonful of podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on a spoonfulofpodcast.com. Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast The Return to Civilization.